Welcome to The Grand Life. I'm Emily Morgan. This is a podcast about grandparenting, but today is a little different, as you can tell from my introduction. We are in our fourth season, and here we are at our 24th episode, and I've invited Mike back to the table, and we're going to just talk like we often do on our Recollections episode. So, hey, welcome back. Thank you. Think of this as a board meeting, and you're invited to the board meeting where we do forward planning (laughs) for the next phase of our activity. Yeah. Um, So this has been a wild ride because this season was the first season where the shows were shorter and they happen more often. How are you feeling? I'm feeling like we have been running a marathon, really. We've been dropping one episode every week with very few exceptions now for the last 23 weeks. You know, one of the things that's happened during all of this time is that we've continued to kind of share who we are and share, like when I do the stretch it takes and all those essays, I'm sharing more about myself. And yet I'm realizing that we really don't know that much about you. So we're going to do this Recollections episode. And Recollections is, is kind of like a memory thing that we do every sixth episode. Yeah, in um, this case, every 12th. We do it like in the middle of the season and we do it like at the end of the season. So this is the end of the season. They're coming in just a few minutes, promise. Yeah. But before that, there's there's lots of things that are going to be happening before we get to the fifth season. And I kind of want to talk a little bit about that. I've been real motivated because I took a class on podcasting, and I've learned so much about how important it is for me to get to know you. That is, for me to understand who is listening to this podcast. I see numbers. There are all these numbers that I can see. I can see where people are listening from, so I can tell that people are listening from India, and people are listening from New Zealand, and from Canada, and from the United States, but I can't, I don't know you as a listener, really? Like, what what makes you tick? What kinds of things you enjoy? So we're going to try to do some specific things to fill that gap so we can understand you better. Some of the changes will be like a new banner photo, by the way. We took, <laughs> we took some time while the grandchildren were all together a few weeks ago and uh, went out for a photo shoot. And that was so funny because we're talking about children from 18 months old to uh, 10 years old or nine years old. And You try to get a group of, well, there were nine of them, and all of them happy at the same moment. It was... Yeah. It was crazy. So, so there are nine in the family. There are not nine in the picture. No, there are. We actually got one with all nine of them, but you can't see one of them because he's turned around grabbing for some fruit <laughs> snacks because we were get, we got so desperate. We were kind of like, how about everybody gets a fruit snack? And then they all were okay with that, but, but one of them turned around in order to get the fruit snack, and we were like, just take the picture. So, that you know, it's real life. That is That is the fun thing. And the other part of that banner photo, that's new is that you're going to be in that picture. For the first time ever. Yeah. yeah. So welcome. Hey, thanks. <laughs> to the grand life. <laughs> so, you know, Mike Mike is definitely behind the scenes. But if, if you're listening and you've been a guest on the grand life, you know that you get to talk to Mike and he walks you through things for the production value of, of the podcast. And it's always... All the all the people love 
having you on there and talking to you. So it, you make for a good experience on the podcast. I work at it, and, and it's glad to be recognized for that. Thank you. Yeah, he does all the music and the segues and, and all that stuff, so it's really nice. Um, we're going to tweak the intro a little bit. I've been saying the same thing for all four seasons, but this time we want to talk a little bit more about being a vibrant, energetic, flexible grandparent as opposed to just trying to connect people and explore ways to be better at grandparenting. So I've kind of... I think I've honed in and focused on a little better of what I what our purpose is for the Grand Life podcast. So that's good. Um, we'll probably be adding some more impromptu conversations like this one, where Mike and I talk a little bit more, and you get to know us as a couple. Um, and we're gonna maybe add a head count. Oh yes, right. We're looking at uh, having an intern come and and help us with getting the word out because that's just not my strong suit. Uh, I think you can see on Facebook that I don't post very much, and I'm kind of a Luddite. And one of the things that you picked up in that class, I think, is how important it is to do a good job of conducting your content onto and through social media. So this intern is going to be a sort of a social media director for us. Right, right. And and while I don't want to nag you with my content, I think that in order to get people to listen, which is like the point of all this work is to get people to actually share in this information because this is awesome stuff. The content and the people that we're having on are just amazing people. Every time, you know this, every time we finish an interview, I'm kind of like, whoa, that person was amazing. That person was awesome. I'm so glad we had them on. It's it's just such a great feeling to uh, get to know everybody. That's my favorite part of doing the podcast. How many guests have you talked to now? Oh, you know, I think it's over 100. Wow. Yeah, because in the first few seasons, uh, you know, we'd have two or three people on at one time. And, uh, you know, that's the other thing. I, I really want to f- get some feedback from people, more feedback. Um, it's easy to sit and listen to a podcast and then just not ever say anything about it to anybody, like the person who's doing the podcast. But it's so nice to hear from people. When I do, I just, it really buoys me up, makes me feel like this is worth doing. So that encouragement is great. And there are a couple of ideas we have to make it easier or uh, maybe give multiple options for providing that feedback. We'll see how that works out during right. the break. Yeah. I know people probably hate surveys, but maybe an Instagram thing where all you have to do is say yes or no. I or mean, those a, kinds or of a one survey question. Right. That's what I'm saying. One, yeah. one question survey. <laughs> Thank you. I'm tired. Yeah. I need a break. <laughs> I know. The other thing we're going to consider is, and I really want to hear from all of you listeners, uh, we might consider a closed group so that we can have more difficult conversations where our millennial children don't hear about what we're thinking. So what's a closed um, group? Well, it's a clo- like a Facebook group or one that you have to, uh, you know, you, you join so that nobody, there's, there's something called circle, there's Facebook groups, there's all sorts of different groups. And I want to get your feedback on that. Is that something you would like? You know, uh, there are many times in the podcast where I'm thinking about my own children when they're listening to the podcast and they don't all listen to it, but some of them do. And so I'm careful, but maybe there's a place we could be a little bit more honest about things that are really hard. Um, so, you know, that's that's one of the things we're talking about, which might happen. So, you know, the topics that we've discussed on The Grand Life um, have been varied. Lots of interest. It's so interesting to look back on the ones that got the most um, downloads. And you might be interested in this, the, the daughter-in-law relationship that got a big push. Um, and the estrangement one, 
Um, the aging and self-awareness ones, those are so interesting to me that those are the ones that are really hot topics. It would be easy to to read too much from that, but it is tempting. The one thing one might read is that people recognize how important it is to face the music, knowing yourself and having hard, hard conversations, and are open to some help with that. Yeah, the self-awareness one is like one of the hottest ones. Um, so those might have been the hot topics, but there are also some that have become our favorites for other reasons that we'll probably be highlighting in the next few weeks when we talk to each other about our favorite episodes and why they are, and maybe not the ones that everybody else likes so much. But it's kind of fun to talk about the making of the podcast. Yeah. But today... We're going to talk about memories of sleepovers. So um, I know you have a lot of memories of being at your grandmother's for sleepovers. Her house was close to the school you went to, right? Right. It was across the street from my high school. So it was kind of an encouragement for me to hold on to that tight relationship with my grandmother on into young adulthood because she was just so conveniently located. Consequently, sleepovers at Granny's house lasted until I was almost 18 years old, which was a wonderful gift. Yeah, that is a gift. I, I don't have any memories of sleepovers at one set of grandparents because they lived far away. And the one that lived closer, I really only remember going over there one time by myself. Just I, I remember other sleepovers with my sisters, but not just by myself. So let's hear what other people have to say in the memories they have about sleepovers with their grandparents. Sleepovers with the grandparents. Yeah, we would go to spend, you know, Christmas at my my paternal grandparents' house. It was a small house, and uh, my three brothers and I would would lay on these air mattresses that they would blow up in their living room. We'd move all the furniture out, and then it would just become air mattress city. And we would spend a couple of nights there over Christmas in front of the Christmas tree. So it was a it was a beautiful memory and a great time together. When I was a child, my grandparents lived in communist Romania, and we did go and visit them. And I was born in the States, and it was so very different. They didn't speak English, they did speak French. That's what their educated people, their generation spoke. But they were, they were educated, um, and they lived in the big city, but they did so many things for themselves, because in Romania, you couldn't buy things. Things were very limited. And so I remember that they were always very careful about their clothes. You wore like home clothes most of the time and only put on your nice clothes for events and took care of things because in Romania, you just couldn't replace things. And my grandmother could make clothes and she could knit and she could cook all kinds of things and she would make her own yogurt. And she had actually also been a pharmacist. So she also knew a lot about herbal teas and different medications, and she was just so amazingly can-do. I have a whole lot of cousins, so we would have sleepovers, and it would be like all of us girls there for that um, weekend. And then in the morning, I always look forward to it. I don't know why. I don't really care for McDonald's now, but I loved McDonald's pancakes whenever I was younger, and she would always go and get us pancakes from McDonald's in the morning. It was my absolute favorite. Um, and then she also, um, she was very creative and underneath of her stairs, um, there was like this little like hidden door. I don't know what it was, but, um, it was just some storage. It's supposed to be a storage area, but she made, um, an entire little hideout for us to be able to play in. 
sleepovers weren't something that either of my grandparents had us do. They were more into taking us on an adventure, going downtown on the bus or on the trolley, going to, to the ice cream place and to the, our major store. That was one thing my father's mother did, and that was like a dress-up day, that I remember, but not sleepover. All I have of my grandfather, like I said, well, <laughs> he didn't follow any of the behavior for good health. He, he drank, he smoked, you know, he's great. But he lived to be over 100 years old. He was born under slavery, but came out of that. And a uh, hardworking man, that dude, foods he ate, smoking, drinking, he, he violated every rule for long life, but he lived to be over 100. <laughs> grandma that I am particularly close to and from the time that I was 12 years old even through some of my college years I would spend a week with her every summer just myself my parents wouldn't come my siblings wouldn't come occasionally my cousin who was about my age who lived in Michigan would come down and join me and it was the absolute highlight of my summer to have that kind of doting attention from my grandmother we would sleep, they had a spare bedroom upstairs with a wallpaper that's still there, little hearts on it, and a yellow trundle bed with the, you know, the pull-out bed underneath. And so my cousin would sleep in one side, I would sleep in the other side. And of course we would stay up super, super late talking. And then during the day, my grandma would take us shopping and we'd go bowling because her and my grandpa were part of a bowling league. So we would go with them to the bowling league and we would bowl and we would go out to eat. And my grandma would introduce us to everyone. And it just made us feel so special and feel like we were her very, very favorite. And one of the things that was our favorite part of sleepovers at grandma's house is that my grandma is a big shopper and she loves department store makeup counters. So. All of her makeup is Clinique and Estee Lauder and Lancome. And you know, when you purchase makeup, you get the little sample bags. And so all year long, she would save all those little samples and the free things that came in the bags. And then she would pull down this tote when my cousin and I were there and she would divvy that out to us. And oh my goodness, we thought that was the greatest thing ever. I mean, I remember a lot of strange tidbits of staying at her house, but I remember that my grandmother had a bathtub that was like avocado green. Everything in her house, she had many things that were, the refrigerator was avocado green and whatever, but the bathtub was as well. And I remember that she had this sort of magical power where she could turn on the bath water. And then later, you know, when the bath was full, she could turn it off and it would be the perfect temperature. She didn't have to adjust it and she didn't have to add it. You know, she just could get it just right on one try. And she was the only one I ever knew who could do that. I would probably wake up around like four or five in the morning um, really, really early because my grandpa would wake up and start breakfast at that point. 
he was an early bird that I would always wake up to bacon. <laughs> so it was kind of wonderful. My grandpa on my mom's side, he was notorious for making up these stories at night to help put us to bed. And they were called Randy and Sandy stories. And I just remember like, I'm just in so much vivid detail how formative that was because it was something we looked forward to every single time. But seeing my grandpa, you know, probably in his 50s at the time, making these absolutely wild stories and sitting there with my cousins and my siblings, just any word he said, we're just waiting for the next thing. That was just a really cool thing to see someone at that age use huge imagination and kind of create a, a tradition that, you know, we look into. I would be dropped off at my grandparents' house, and my grandmother always made home-cooked meals, which was wonderful. And then we would put some Jiffy Pop uh, on the stove, and my grandfather would go down into the basement, and he would get the projector with all the Super 8 home movies that he had had collected over time. And we would sit down in the basement with the pull-down screen of the Super 8 projector and watch home movies. And that really was probably one of the reasons why I became a filmmaker and and see the value of making films, uh, of filming my family, of keeping these records because they're precious and these moments are fleeting. One of the other things we did was going on a few missions trips together. I remember my grandpa on my mom's side, he was a doctor and we went on a few medical missions trips where we would set up camps in different villages and offer basic medical and dental care. Being able to spend that sort of time with my grandparent when it wasn't through my parents is I think really when my like relationship with him was so solidified. Every time we talk now, he's like, you remember when we went to the Dominican Republic? And I didn't realize how formative it was on him as well. Uh, but I just remember being 14 or 15, and he treated me like an adult. He let me go, my sister and I, we were up in the mountains where we were staying, and he let me go with one of the camp workers to go to like downtown, the main capital in the Dominican Republic, and we went to a movie. We took a taxi, and I'm like, I would never do that. I would never let my kids or my grandkids, and who would ever do, and we didn't have cell phones. Like, we, we could have just never come back and no one would have found us. For some reason, that specific thing just sticks out to me as like, wow, like to have so much um, trust in us and like give us a chance to be independent that way uh, was very cool coming from, you know, a grandparent and gave us a chance to form a friendship. Thanks to all you loyal listeners. If you've already listened to all 60 episodes, thank you. If you haven't, then dig in and enjoy while we take this little break. It would be so helpful to us if during this time you rated the episodes you liked, reviewed them, or even just liked us on Facebook. Those are ways we get more listeners. And I'm passionate about grandparenting and we're working hard at this podcast. So we'd love to get the word out about being a flexible, vibrant, intentional grandparent. Also, let me know what you think. You can contact me at grandlifeconnection at gmail.com or call me at 317-572-7876. I don't pretend to be the best grandparent ever, but I do know that being one is the best thing ever. I'm Emily Morgan, and thanks for joining me in living the grand life. Mm-hmm.